You are now listening to Zakaic Podcast, proclaiming Jesus as Savior, Healer, Sanctifier, and Coming King. To God be the glory. Merry Christmas. At the same time, let's include our brothers and sisters in prayer, those whose houses were hit by the flood. I just saw some pictures this morning, not only here in Sambuanga City, but even in other places. Uh, Samisamis Occidental. Tinamaan din sila ng baha. I don't know the extent of this uh, flooding, but let's include our brothers and sisters in our prayers. The younger generation is very fast in learning new technology and using new gadgets. Uh, I think they have that ability to adapt very fast with the new and modern way of communications and other technological gadgets and devices. They are very much uh, familiar with Bluetooth. I was looking at the Bluetooth at wala naman ako nakitang blue. At wala namang ngipin. But it is a term that they use as a way of communication between two electronic devices. If you have a cell phone and you have an amplifier and both of these devices have Bluetooth capabilities, you can pair them. What you play in your cell phone is also played in the amplifier. Wireless and seamless communication. If you have a cell phone and you have a headset, wireless, then what you play in your cell phone, you can also hear in your headset. If you have a laptop and you want that what you are playing or showing in your laptop will also be shown on the lead wall, you can pair them. Uh, sometimes they use the term mirror, mirroring. Two electronic devices can play the same music, play the same video at the same time. It is an amazing invention, which I believe monkeys cannot do. Only human beings can do that. And you imagine if I have a cell phone here without wires and an amplifier is there, and that amplifier will play whatever is in my cell phone if they are connected via Bluetooth. And so I asked uh, experts, because I'm new to this technology, I asked them, is it possible that two cell phones, for example, I have a cell phone and my companion has another cell phone, and we can connect with one amplifier? And their answer is, no, sir. You cannot connect two cell phones to one amplifier. It has to be one cell phone and that amplifier, only the two of them 
a laptop and a lead wall. Only the two of them because the moment this device is already connected to that device, no other device can enter. You have to disconnect first to the previous pairing before you can connect to the other pairing. And as I was listening to them, I said, is science telling us something about spiritual things? That unless a person disconnects himself with the world of darkness, he cannot connect with the world of light. It's impossible. If it is not even possible for electronic devices to have two cell phones connecting to one amplifier, when a person is still connected to the world of darkness, he is still clinging to the world of darkness, he cannot experience the spiritual blessings that come from God. There has to be a disconnection first before there is a connection with the other. And perhaps this is illustrated in the lives of the shepherds as recorded in the book of Luke. Kindly turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 2, verse 8 to 20. Luke chapter 2, 8 to 20. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. May God bless us upon the reading of his words. Many people are asking, why the shepherds? Of all the people in Israel that night, of all the people in Bethlehem that night, why only the shepherds? 
experience this extraordinary event. Some scholars would say because they were the only ones awake while the rest were already sleeping, the shepherds were out there awake. So when the angels came, they were the only ones who experienced it. The text did not say. Some scholars would say, because God is concerned about the poorest of the poor, because the shepherds during the time of Jesus Christ were not the same as the shepherds during the time of David. During the time of David, shepherds owned the flock. During the time of the Roman occupation of Judea, only the poorest of the poor would be willing to tend the flocks of another person, which means they did not own the flock. They were just given something to survive because they were oppressed by the Roman authorities at that time. The text is not really clear about why only the shepherds. But it seems that there are things that we can find in the lives of the shepherds why God showed himself to them and to no one else that night. There are three things that I notice about the shepherds. The first thing is that I noticed that the shepherds were willing to listen. Yes, they were terrified, they were shocked, they were surprised when out of darkness, light came and there were angels singing and telling them about the birth of the Savior. But they did not run away. They stood still and they listened. They listened to the message. And this, I believe, is one important characteristic of a believer. Throughout history, believers are always good listeners. Noah listened to God when God told him to do something. Abraham listened to God when God called him to go to another place. Moses listened to God when God appeared to him through a burning bush. Ezekiel listened to God when he was in a very difficult land, in a foreign land where they were in bondage. Gideon listened to God when God wanted him to lead his people to deliver them from the Midianites and the Amalekites. Joseph listened to God when God sent an angel to tell him something very important. And of course, Mary listened to God when God told her that you're going to get pregnant and this boy will become the savior of the world. The shepherds listened. Many times we do not hear God because we are so noisy. We are so busy with other things. And as I have mentioned, the Bluetooth technology, when you are already hooked with something, none can enter into your life. Your life must be open to spiritual things. Otherwise, spiritual things cannot enter if you shut them out of your life. 
Several years ago, I was boarding a boat, Lansa, from Pagadian City to Cotabato City. That was the time when the highway from Cotabato City to Pagadian City was not yet completed. And the highway from Marawi City to Cotabato City was not possible at that time. I was boarding this small boat and people from Iligan, Marawi, since they cannot pass that way, they have to take the boat from Pagadian to Cotabato City. I was listening to them. I noticed that they were Maranaos. I cannot understand their, what they were saying, but I, I can discern that these people were either from Marawi, from Iligan, and they're going to Cotabato City. And as they were talking, they were enjoying their conversation. And someone came up and started preaching. I was a little bit observant because all the years of my life, I was told that Muslims do not respond positively to the preaching. But then I was surprised that night. Are you familiar with the fourth watch? I don't see them very often these days. I do not hear them anymore on board a bus, on a corner, street corner, preaching. Perhaps they have become fifth watch. Wala na yung fourth watch. But during that time, they were so aggressive. They would go anywhere. They would board a bus, board a boat, and they start preaching. And when this person started preaching, the Maranaos, who were talking a while ago, stopped. They were quiet and I was surprised because they were listening to the preaching. And in fact, that inspired me when Jejairi School started inviting me to preach because Jejairi School is 85 to 90 percent Muslim students. When I observed that and they were, they were silent, they were bowing their heads and I said, I cannot, I cannot believe that this is happening because what I was told all through my life that Muslims cannot accept the message. And when the preacher stopped preaching, you know, the, the practice of the fourth watch, after they preached, they moved the offering bag around. And to my surprise, the Maranaos reached into their pockets and put offerings inside the offering bags. That night, my stereotype was shattered. And when I was invited to the Jejairi, and most of those students there are Muslims, I realized that these people will listen if their hearts are open. Sometimes I would say, mas maayo pang mga maranao kaysa mga portis. Many times when I observe in church services, they don't listen. They do a lot of things. But the shepherds listen. And it is when your heart is open to spiritual things that God can speak to you and to me. The second thing that I have observed about the shepherds is that not only that they were willing to listen, their hearts were open, 
but they were willing to obey. Sometimes people can hear, but they may not be willing to do what they are supposed to do. They were told, the shepherds were, were told, that today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. This is for you. The Messiah is for you. You go and see for yourself. They could have dismissed what the angels said. How many times we have heard a message and we go out the same. And James tells us that sometimes we are like a person looking at a mirror and we see dirt on our faces when you look at the mirror. But we go, we go away the same. We do not know anything about it. But the, the shepherds, when they heard what the angels said, they agreed among themselves. They said among themselves, let us go. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. I cannot imagine what the shepherds were doing because if the flock they were watching were not theirs, the owners would be very angry if they left the flock in the middle of the night and go to Bethlehem and obey what they heard. But they were willing to leave what was temporal, what was material, and sought for what was eternal and spiritual. I believe that makes the shepherd recipients of God's blessings because they could have lost, lost everything when the flock is left without a shepherd the flock could be attacked by wild animals they could be held responsible for what would happen to the flock but they did not care about that what was in their mind was to obey what was said to them and when they arrived in the house, or you might want to call that a house where Jesus was born, it's where the animals were kept. The manger was there. Mary was exhausted giving birth. And Joseph was stressed. If there was no midwife to assist Mary, I would imagine it was a very difficult situation. One time I was traveling from Sambuanga City back to Malangas for my internship in the middle of the sea, in the middle of the night. A woman gave birth. Hindi kami nakatulog. You know the yung mga maliliit na boats noon from Sambuanga City to Malangas and Margos, dikit-dikit yung mga teheras. At nanganak yung isang babae doon. Nobody on board was trained to assist her. No doctor, no nurse. Fortunately, the baby came out. Kaya lang nobody was able to 
cut the umbilical cord. Tinabunan lang ng mga katabi yung babae. And blood was coming out of her. It was uh, already morning when we arrived in Malangas and I went immediately to the clinic of Dr. Tingkang and told him, Doc, may pasyente doon sa barko ng anak. And immediately Dr. Tingkang said, Talaga? Buhay pa ba yung babae? Buhay pa ba yung nanay? Buhay pa ba yung bata? I said, I don't know. And we rushed to the boat and the first thing he did was to take the blood pressure because he was already worried na pag bumaba yung blood pressure be- below 50, the mother would be very much at risk. Sabi ko, Doc, delikado ba yan? Sabi niya, she might die. Immediately, the woman Hindi pa naputol yung umbilical cord. Ginala namin sa clinic. Mabuti na lang nabuhay yung mother at yung bata. I can imagine ganun yung sitwasyon ni Mary. Kung si Joseph lang nandoon, walang midwife, walang nag-attend sa kanila. It was a stressful and difficult situation. Ito yung nakita ng mga shepherd. It was difficult, but something changed their lives. It was not Joseph, it was not Mary that changed their lives. It was the baby Jesus that changed their lives. And the third thing that I noticed about the shepherds was that they were willing to testify. Not only that they were willing to listen, they were willing to obey, they were also willing to testify what they saw and heard even at the risk of their own lives. Sometimes we think to be a witness is easy. We have lawyers, uh, judges in our congregation. Kapag ang isang tao ay nakakita siya ng isang tao na binaril yung isang tao at namatay, do you think it's easy for him to testify? Because his testimony will put the person, the killer, to jail. The testimony of the shepherds destroyed the political power of the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the Herodians. Because these people thought they were the rulers of Israel. And here, the shepherd is saying, a king, the Messiah, is born. But they were willing to testify, even at the risk of their own lives. And the believers who followed the shepherds went far and wide testifying about the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. They saw with their own eyes, they heard with their own ears, and they cannot keep silent. They told everybody around that a child was born just exactly as what the angels said. The question perhaps as we celebrate Christmas is, Are we like the shepherds? Are we willing to listen? Or we just want to talk and talk and talk? Busy, busy, busy with a lot of things. We cannot no longer hear God. Are we willing to obey what He is telling us? And are we willing to testify about what He has done in our lives and in the lives of other people? I was reading the life of a missionary in Africa. 
And this missionary was there serving God. And one of those who accepted the Lord Jesus Christ was an adult woman. She really experienced God's transformation. But the problem was that she was blind. Bulag. And she wanted to really tell people about what God has done in her life. But she was blind. She was led by her granddaughter or grandson around. One day, she said to the missionary if she could have a Bible. And the missionary was uh, a little confused. Why would you ask for a Bible when in fact you are blind? But she insisted that she would be given a Bible in French because West Africa is colonized by the French. So they spoke French. And the missionary was even more confused. Why would you ask a Bible in French? You cannot even see, you cannot even read. But the missionary gave her a Bible in French and this woman said, Sir, kindly underline John 3.16. And the missionary smiled. Why, why do you, would, you, would you want me to underline John 3.16? You cannot even see. You cannot even read. And the woman said, kindly mark the place so that I could easily find it. The missionary was curious. He gave the Bible to this woman and he followed this woman. This woman, every four o'clock in the afternoon, would request either her grandson or granddaughter to take her to the gates of the school. Kasi pag mag-alas kwatro, lalabas na yung mga estudyante. And while she was there, she could hear the students coming out and she would call to one of the boys. Boy, boy. Sandali, could you help me? And one of the boys would come near and said, What can I do for you, Lola? And she said, Could you please read to me? Can you read in French? And the boy said, Yes, I could, I can, I can read in French. Please read to me John 3.16. So the boy would read John 3.16 aloud. And the woman would say, Do you understand what you just read? And she would begin to say, that passage is true to me. That God sent His only begotten Son to save me. My life before was a mess, but God changed me. And every day, she would do that. She would call one of the boys to come near and help her read John 3.16 in French, which she could not read. And the missionary was so touched because through the months that this woman was doing this, the missionary discovered that 20 boys that helped her read the scripture not only accepted the Lord Jesus Christ into their hearts through the testimony of this blind woman, but those 20 boys later on became pastors. A blind woman was willing to testify what God has done in her life. Hindi naman tayo bulag. Kompleto naman po tayo. The question is, are we willing to listen 
to obey and to testify about the wonderful things that God has done in our lives and in the lives of other people. May God bless you. Merry Christmas. You just heard the message from Zumbuanga City Alliance Evangelical Church. We hope that it will help you in your journey with the Lord Jesus Christ. For more updates, you can follow us in our social media platforms in Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Zekayak Ministries. See you there!